Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So, yeah, man, thanks for coming on with me this morning. Uh, Cavs lose a, a, a tough one to uh, Philadelphia. Looked like they were more of themselves um, in, in the team we've, we've come to love and watch uh, in the first half of the season. Um, you know, what were some things that stood out to you in that game uh, in terms of what the Cavs did? Darius Garland obviously was playing out of his mind. Um, and, and what did you think of, you know, how the Cavs match up against a team or a playoff team like the Philadelphia 76ers? Yeah, I thought this was a good measuring stick uh, game for them just because Philly's been playing so well uh, ever since they got hardened in the lineup. Um, so for them to come out and score 43 points, in the first quarter, I thought, wow, okay, we, we finally get the old Cavs back. Uh, you know, this is, this is nice to see after seeing so many lackluster performances, you know, losing to Detroit, stuff like that. So that was really nice to see. Um, Isaac Okoro showing signs of life offensively, finally, um, you know, 22 points last night, three assists. That was nice to see because um, you don't get a lot of those offensive performances out of him. Um, and your bench guys stepped up with Kevin Love, Jetty Osman. I think combined for uh, 31 points last night. That was nice. Um, it was just a shame that you have you have a performance like that from Darius Garland, where he almost has a 20-20 game, 26 points, 19 assists. Um, unfortunately, you you know when you have Karis LeVert out, when you have Rajon Rondo out, you don't have that secondary playmaker, um, and it was kind of all on Garland's shoulders. So. Um, I, I think we saw enough last night that encouraged us to be like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe we can put together a, a good stretch run um, over the last five, six weeks or so because, yeah, uh, going into this game, it's, it's, it's been a rough go for the Cavs the last couple of weeks. Um, what, do you, what do you make of just basically looking at what the Cavs uh, have done in, in the, those previous games up to this one? Where it just, you know, I know the, the guards were out, but it just seems like uh, guys like uh, Evan Mobley is is kind of, you know, trying to figure out where he gets his shot at. It, it, you know, it looks like he's a little bit lost. Um, you know, so I think he has seven points uh, in this game, four rebounds. Um, you, you know, what has been the difference between Mobley in the first half of the season and in the last few games in which he's looked to struggle to fit into the offense a little bit uh, in terms of putting up points and production? Yeah, I I, I kind of look back because I was thinking I beginning of the year he started out the year real slow um, from the three point line he wasn't shooting at a good clip uh, he hit a real nice like ten fifteen game stretch where he was up around like thirty five percent you're like wow you know if he could just shoot thirty five percent from three that would be a really nice boost to this offense and now looking back if you look over Evan Mobley's last fourteen games he's made exactly one three pointer in fourteen games. Uh, he's taken 17, so he's shooting about 6% uh, 
from three over his last 14 games. Uh, not good. Now, obviously, he doesn't take a lot of threes, but if you're going to pair him long-term with a center like Jared Allen, who also isn't a threat to shoot it from deep, you're going to need Evan to become more of a floor stretcher on offense. And I know we're asking a lot from him for a rookie, for a 20-year-old who, who played one year in college. He's already been a top-10 defensive player in the league this year. Um, you know, he's averaging 15 points, seven, like he's having a phenomenal rookie season. He should be rookie of the year. Um, so I hate to nitpick and be like, well, he needs to do this on offense, but you have to have at least, um, a little bit of a threat to shoot it from three. And right now I, I don't think defenses respect that three point shot because he's not taking them. And when he does take them, he doesn't make them. Um, but again, this is a guy that we're asking to play. 33, 34, 35 minutes a night, almost every night, start against, you know, obviously some of the premier players in the league, play outstanding defense against some of the premier players in the league. And we're, we're asking this from a rookie, you know. And most of the time you see guys that come in the league that, that you know, only played one year in college and they're still really young. This is the time of year those legs look a little tired because they're not used to playing this many games. So especially for a guy like Evan who – we have to do so much defensively and then still be an integral part to the offense. Um, I'm a little worried about his usage, usage moving forward because he's been asked to do so much uh, already. Yeah, well, we will look at that um, in terms of what his usage is and kind of hitting a little bit of a wall. Um, we've been looking for a little bit of a second score. And some nights, Lori gives it to you. Marketing had a, a you know a pretty big night. To, uh, I think the other other night, um, I don't I can't remember if it was against the Hornets or Washington. He, he seemed to put up a, a, a big showing. Uh, Jetty gave you twenty yesterday, which was which was awesome. Um, when you look at it, and I opened the show up uh, with this, I was like, man, uh, Colin Sexton seems to be gaining some stock by just hanging out on the bench and not playing. I mean, what has this, you know, do you believe that Collins' stock is rising a little bit? Because to me, when I look at it, maybe it's just me. Like, he provides exactly what the Cavs are missing, uh, especially when Karis LeVert is not playing. Yeah, well, that right there, what you just said, that's the key part, when Karis LeVert's not playing. Because, you know, Collins' sex and stock for the first couple months of the season was pretty low. Because you're like, wait a minute, we're looking really good without him we have an elite defense. Uh, we have enough playmaking when they had Ricky Rubio backing up uh, Darius Garland. Yep. So his stock was pretty low. And you're like, oh, you know, maybe we don't need him. Maybe we shouldn't give him $20 million a year. And now uh, I think you see the value of playmaking, especially last night when Darius Garland gets 19 assists. Nobody else gets more than three. Um, I, I think that's, that's very telling. So if you're calling, you're like, yeah, hey, maybe I am a, still a very important part of this team, which he is. Um, but when Karis Levert comes back, you know, how is that going to affect him? Because Levert is, you know, exactly what this team really could have used last night is a, a guy that, you know, could be a secondary playmaker who could get you six or seven assists, who could take some of that playmaking pressure off Darius Garland and can also score you 20 points, um, either as a starter or off the bench. We'll see how JB Bickerstaff wants to use him long-term, but yeah, he's, we, we haven't seen a healthy Cavs team with, Garland, Markinen, uh, and Karis LeVert. We have not seen that yet. And those are three very important players to this roster. And, uh, I, you know, I try to reserve a little bit of judgment. I know the Cavs have been in a, not a, not a free fall, but we've, we've finally fallen to the sixth seed in the East. Um, 
Obviously, the Raptors are right behind us. We play them on Sunday. That's going to be a big game because nobody wants to be in the seventh seed. You got to be in the sixth seed to be guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to see what a whole healthy roster looks like before I'm really going to judge this Cavs team. Um, but yeah, if you can get Karis LeVert back healthy and he's your playmaker, he's your scorer, oof, that, that's, that's going to mean a lot, um, especially to this offense overall. So, you know, you, 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 I guess you segued right into uh, where I wanted to go with this. I guess uh, my first question is, um, how close is Karis LeVert to coming back? Um, when does this injury happen? Because it happened, seemed to be happening over All-Star Weekend. He just came back and he was out. And then I guess the second part of this question is, what scenario um, financially, uh, roster-wise, can you envision or can you see where there's both Colin Sexton and Karis LeVert on his team long-term? Yeah, so the, the Cavs announced that he would be out for one to two weeks. This was on February 24th uh, with a foot injury. This would have been, um, yeah, right after the All-Star game. Um, so, I mean, hypothetically, he could be, he's probably going to be questionable moving forward as long as he's getting um, the rest and recovery for that. Um, Financially, I know there was a report right after they traded for Karis LeVert that um, you know his representatives and the Cavs are going to talk extension this offseason, and that kind of got my attention. Like, ooh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd do that because you still got him one year. Um, he's going to be back next year at $18 million. He is a guy that is very talented when he's on the floor, but he's had a lot of injury issues already throughout his career. And he's only 27. So the fact that he's had this many injuries already would concern me. Um, I don't think there's any reason to sign him to an extension. I would rather have Colin Sexton on an extension moving forward. Somebody who's a little bit younger, somebody who's got a little bit higher of a ceiling, somebody that if you, you know, long-term don't like um, the makeup of your roster, or you want to go star chasing, you can use Colin as, as the base to a potential trade a little bit better than a Karis LeVert in my mind moving forward. Um, and you're going to have to pay both those guys. And I don't think you can move forward and say, well, we're going to give Colin $20 million a year, and we're going to extend Karis LeVert at $20 million a year. And, oh, by the way, we have Jared Allen at $20 million a year, and uh, Darius Garland can sign a max contract extension this offseason. Uh, Evan Mobley, boy, he looks like he's going to get a max extension. Uh, you have Isaac Okoro who's going to want to get paid. I, there's not going to be enough money um, for all these guys to get paid. And I think, you know, if you're looking at it, probably – in my mind, Karis LeVert is going to be the odd man out, and he's the one that I would be scared to pay long-term. So if I were the Cavs, I would – let's play out the rest of the season. Let's play out the rest of the next season with Karis LeVert at $18 million. Let's not extend him yet because we've got to take care of all these other people. We've got to feed all these other mouths first. Um, and let's just see how it goes from there, and then let's talk new contract uh, in 2023. Got it. Got it. Uh, talking to Greg Schwartz of the Bleacher Report on the North Orleans State Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, and, and, and I am correct in saying Colin Sexton is a restricted free agent after this year. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So, you know, obviously somebody could sign him to an offer sheet and the Cavs could match that, uh, potentially yeah. bringing back both Karis LeVert and Colin Sexton to see basically who plays their way into a contract? Yes. All right, there you um, go. Yeah, so the way the Cavs' finances work out, it's actually, they're in a pretty good spot. Um, they're not going to have cap space. However, you don't need cap space to bring back your own restricted free agents. 
Um, the one thing that is going to concern them is that luxury tax line, because this is a roster that's projecting to go into the luxury tax in the next couple of years, especially if you have, you know, Evan Mobley ends up getting a max contract extension and Darius Garland is obviously going to get paid as well. So if you can bring back Colin on a deal at $20 million or less, you can still round out your roster with a couple minimum signings um, and still stay under the luxury tax because the Cavs left them, themselves with about $22 million of space um, under the projected luxury tax. So you can still bring back Sexton for next year. You can still have Karis LeVert on the roster. You can still, you're going to be in the final year um, of Darius Garland's rookie contract. And then you're on the last year of Kevin Love's $29 million contract. Mm. So that helps too. Yeah. Um, so you can bring all these guys back next year. You can bring Colin back at $20 million a year. And then I think you figure it out from there. Um, but that, that's assuming Colin's okay with twenty. Um, I know last year the number out there was four years, $100 million. Uh, 25 is, is, is the reported number that Colin was seeking. Um, I don't think he's going to get that this year coming off a major knee injury. So financially, you can make it work at least for next year. Um, and then in 2023, when Darius's uh, extension kicks in and, and Karis is a free agent, that's when things could get a little dicey. Ah, yes. Uh, two years down the line. But I, listen, I, I, I like the roster. I'd love that roster, and I like their their opportunity to do that next year as well. Uh, looking forward to this year and going towards the playoffs. You mentioned something. You want no parts of the seventh seed. You look forward to in the uh, season. Uh, the Cavs' schedule was brutal. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's 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 like a nightmare, but you're going to see what they're made of. Obviously, you got coming up Toronto. That team is right below you. Uh, at the seventh seed, correct, uh, at this point. Yes. Um, you're going to have Miami coming up. You're going to have Chicago coming up on the schedule. You got Philly again on the schedule, and I believe the Clippers. So you're going to see some MVP candidates, DeMar DeRozan. You're going to see, uh, you know, Joel Embiid and Harden again. And, and, and you're going to see – and by the way, if, just watch what, uh, you know, the Clippers did the other day. Good gracious. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they mowed down the Lakers – uh, and uh, basically, you know, embarrassed them in L.A. So this Reggie Jackson is playing awesome right now, too. So, you know, this coming up, what, what do you think the Cavs have to have a projected, uh, you know, win-loss in the next couple of games to keep themselves afloat uh, and, and to stay in that top six in the East? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to – right now they're nine games over 500. I mean, I, I going 500 the rest of the year is not going to be good enough. It's yeah. just not. Because you've already been passed by Boston, who's, who's been white hot since the calendar turned to 2022. Um, Toronto, they've stumbled a bit lately, which is lucky for us because we're still two games up on them. Um, but they're obviously going to come in motivated on Sunday because they want that six seed. Um, again, top six teams make the playoffs. Seven through ten have to go through a mini little play-in tournament. Um, and it would just, to me, it would just be devastating for the Cavs to play this well all year, be in the top five in net rating for most of the year, have a top three defense for most of the year, and somehow, you know, let's say Darius's back flares up during a, a, a you know, two-game play-in tournament, and he can't play, and all of a sudden you're knocked out of the playoffs. I mean, that would just be devastating. Um, this is a team that, even if they don't win a playoff series, they have to make the playoffs. They have to get that experience, um, you know, while they're still playing with house money, while expectations are still low and do that. Um, the, the schedule that you talked about, it's, yeah, it's pretty bad. You got Toronto on Sunday, 
Um, you have an Indiana team that you hypothetically should beat on Tuesday. But then, yeah, after that, you have to go to Miami. Miami, Miami's good. Miami's yeah. playing really good basketball right now. They have cemented themselves as the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Then you go to Chicago. Again, uh, that's a team that's above us, and they want to stay there. Um, the Clippers that you said knocked off the Lakers, well, everybody's knocking off the Lakers. But they have one of, obviously, we know in Cleveland, one of the best coaches in the NBA, Ty Lue. Philly again, a Denver team that's looking good. And then you're like, oh, the, well, we have Detroit coming up. Well, Detroit's beat us twice in the last month. Yeah. <laughs> we can't even knock that. Um, and then Toronto, Chicago, um, Atlanta's a team that's in the play and that wants to get out. Philly, and then you end your season at Brooklyn and at home against Milwaukee. And you pray that Milwaukee is resting starters <laughs> the last game of the season and that they've already, um, you know, cemented themselves. But right below you, you have a Brooklyn Nets team that, again, they just got KD back. They no. want to get out of that playing tournament. They're going to get Ben Simmons back. And then Toronto right there. So you've got to play better than 500 to, to keep that six seed. Um, it, this is a team that just has to make the playoffs. Ah, oh, man. Listen, Greg, I appreciate you. Um, and, you know, we'll be keeping in touch with you because, like you said, this is – they got it, you know. At least give it. At least give them a series. At least be able right. to find out what you got in a, in a seven game series. I think that it pay huge dividends for them. But if they find themselves in the playoff tournament against a a, a Kyrie that can play because of mandates, <laughs> Ben Simmons is autom- automatically back, and then Durant, <laughs> I, I, it's not going to look good for the Cavs. No. All right, Greg. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming on with me this morning. Have a great rest of your weekend. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me on. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.